bum, okay. Ba, ba. Well, we you good? You good? Yeah. I'm good. You good? Yes, we good. Just stop. We good. We Just good. stop. Yeah, yeah, we good. Yeah, yeah, we good. Yeah, yeah, right now? we good. I, I have no explanation for what just happened. Neither I just do I. It. Just, I you, don't know, know. you just you just feel it sometimes. You just you get it. Steven, I never have an explanation for what's going on in your life. <laughs> no one does. No, one, no does. one does. I'm a weird one. Yeah, we realized. All of us here realized. Yes, yes, we did. Well, welcome but, back, everyone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, welcome that. to another edition of Soul of a Gamer. Yeah. I'm Scott. And I'm Steven. And every week we play a game, we tell you about it. Yes, yes, we do. So, yeah, we hope you enjoyed our last week's episode. Wasn't a game that time, just our little yeah. draft thing that we did. Uh, we had a lot of fun with that, and that got a lot of good feedback per our numbers, so that was a good episode then. Yeah, and I'm going to be posting the TikTok videos sections of those shortly, hopefully this week. So Nice. Uh, but yeah, this week we're coming at you with a real game this time. Yes, Vampire, The Masquerade, Bloodlines. Mm-hmm. I got uh, it. Just so you guys know, Steven was unable to finish said game because yes. of fucking bullshit technical issues, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah, I don't know why I had no troubles, but something about patches and all that shit. It's a huge thing in the game. I, afterwards, looking at it, all the reviews for the review section of the game, I saw that almost every review, positive or negative, is this game is unplayable without the unofficial patch. See, and I didn't do any patches, but I went through the entire game and finished it. And some people say they have that, and that's totally yeah. fine. It, it kind of depends on the, the love of your PC, which I know your graphics card and RAM is higher than mine. Yeah, I'm guessing it was a RAM issue. But I couldn't even open it up on my PC at all, which was the weird thing. I, yeah. I I had every issue that I could have had with the game. I did put in 18 hours into the game, so I did make it really far. Uh, probably a little over halfway, 60% of the game, probably. Yeah, probably. Judging by where you were when you told me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's just uh, jump right into this. I did get the game fully done, so we'll be able to talk about the full game pretty easy. <laughs> Uh, so let's jump into our first segment. What's on the box? I did see some sort of PC box for this. The, yeah, there is a CD for this because it comes with... I'm really mad that I don't have it because it actually comes with the soundtrack of the game. And oh, there's some nice. cool songs in the game that I really, really want. Yes. Uh, oh, God. There was one in the first club that I like absolutely loved, and I yeah. actually put it on my Spotify. <laughs> I, I liked the one in in one of the bars in the Nines Bar. Yeah, and and then there was uh, the Ashes Club played a really fucking sweet one that was played at the end during the credits too. Nice. Uh, yeah, front of this box though, it's showing um, what looks to be a. Uh, sexy young girl vampire and then it's showing a guy off in the distance and it's showing like a religious cult symbol uh from a shadow on the ground so really intriguing cover uh honestly i've seen this cover multiple times i was always curious about it 
mainly because I just love vampires. It's always just cool lore shit. Yeah, I think it's funny that it's uh, what's her name? I think that's Jeanette. Yeah, yeah. So, Je- is it Jeanette? I think it's Jeanette. yeah, because her sister is Teresa. Well, <laughs> her split personality. Is yeah, Teresa. yeah, yeah. Sister is Teresa. She's Jeanette. So it's got a vampire on the cover for sure. It's really cool. It's like in the you can see the alleyway of a city. Like it's it's kind of cool. And there's like a shadowy figure in the distance, which I think is cool. Yeah. I wonder if this game came out for any consoles or if it was just for computer. I believe it was just for computer. I did not see it on the Xbox store or the PlayStation store. That's probably for the best. I don't think this game would have been very good with a controller. Yeah, I can kind of see that, but I kind of wish I could play it with a controller. Oh, yeah. We always wish we could play with a controller, but uh, the the way they made their combat mechanics, I think this game would be near impossible to get any hits with a controller. It's very yes, uh, very fine fucking reticule that you have that really requires a mouse in order to aim it. True. Um, but yeah, uh, I like yeah. the box. It's a cool looking box. There's nothing greatly special about it, but it's cool looking. But yeah. Uh, back at the box, it says, A new role-playing legend is born. Seduce in a dark alley. As... A recently sired vampire, you must traverse the dark world of modern-day Los Angeles from raver clubs and secret underground caverns of downtown to seedy hotels and exclusive mansions on Hollywood's infamous Sunset Strip. Embark on a variety of story-driven quests as you explore an open world filled with side missions, multiple pathways, and characters to interact with. Yours is a living world, even though you cease to be. Nice. I like it. Not amazing. But not you know, amazing, it, but no, it kind of gives it, you a little glimpse of what the game's going to be. I feel like if this was a box for an Xbox game, it would have sounded a lot better. Probably, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if if it didn't, if they had the Microsoft team helping them write their box, they would have really tried to upsell this fucking shit rather than oh yeah, than doing it on PC, which nobody is supporting I mean, at the time. Sex sells, and you could really lean into the sexiness of this game because there's a lot of it. Yeah, but it's kind of lame too. We'll talk about that it in gameplay. But I, yeah. I wish there was more with that. It would have been cool. Uh, but yeah, let's just jump True. right into our next segment, I guess. Are we damn it? All right. So, what can you tell us about the music and composition of this game? Uh, so yet again, there's a shit ton of people in this game, like a shit ton. So I'm only gonna name a few, and you're gonna be really happy with one of them. Okay. Okay. So we have Andy Milder as LaCroix. Andre Sogliuzzo Sogliuzzo as Mercchio, which is sounds like a guy from fucking New York. Armando Valdez Kennedy as Nines. Adida, not Anita, Adida Brichta as Ming Chow. Okay. Jay Gordon as Ash. Aaron Fitzgerald as Nadia. Gray Griffin as Jeanette. Courtney Taylor as Heather, and then last, Darren Norris as Officer Chunk. Darren Norris, who is that? You know him. Uh, I'm drawing a he's, blank. I believe he is the guy from uh, he's Cosmo and Fairly Odd Parents. Oh shit! <laughs> I I believe. Okay. And Officer Chunk by far was my favorite character in the whole game. <laughs> he was and so weird. 
I love his character was my favorite, absolute fucking favorite. I loved him so much. I love that his personality never changed. And no, he was it just didn't. Such a goofball the entire time. He's just so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that. I was like, no fucking way. They got Darren Norton. He's not like a big time famous actor. He just did some stuff from our childhood. I think he actually didn't he create Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom. I don't I think, remember. I think they were his idea. I, I don't know. Don't quote me on that because I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure those were his ideas. Um, but yeah, that was the cast. Uh, there's a lot of fucking music in this, guys. Um, they have a whole list, a whole track listing because they play different songs in bars and clubs. So they have Bloodlines by Ministry, Come Alive by Daniel Ash, Kane by Tiamat, Swamped by Lacuna Coil, Isolated by uh, Chasm Six, which that was the yes. coolest fucking song in the that game. Fucking song, yep. Um, Needles, Needles, I Die, My Darling, by Seven. I I think the no. Okay. I'm confused now. Now I don't know if I'm reading. No, yeah, I'm reading it right. So uh, there's no. It looks like there's no artist for Needles, I Die, My Darling, or they're both by K- K- Chasm. I'm I'm guessing. Okay. Not 100% on that. Uh, Pound by, oh my god, Ariel 2012. Uh, Letcher Bitch by, I don't even. <laughs> Janet Torturers? Janet Torturers, like genitalia, genitalia Torturers. Okay. <laughs> kind of. And then Smaller God by Darling Violetta. Okay. And then uh, Rick Schaefer was the composer for this game. Nice. Yeah, overall, I think voice acting in this game, I was expecting it to be a giant pile of shit. I'm not going to lie. I was too. And then everyone was amazing. And I'm like, what is going on? Why did they have such a good fucking voice cast? This is awesome. Seriously. Like that one guy who's like, just, he's more uh, Morpheus. Like he just, <laughs> I walked into the room and I was like, oh my God, are you Morpheus? Are you supposed to be Morpheus? Wait, who? Uh, the guy? blood cult. Uh... The blood vampires guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. He's, first quest he's wearing, with him. Yeah, and he's wearing the the glasses like Morpheus wore. He's wearing the almost the same coat that Morpheus wore. He's just wearing red version yep. of it instead of black. And it's I seriously I just like walked in that room. I was like, what the fuck? And then he just like started talking. I was like, I just feel like you're Morpheus. Like, like did he I say see. take the red pill or blue pill? He said something to the effect of like. A nod to the Matrix. I can't remember yeah, exactly I, what it was. I, I think you're right. I think he did say something like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, voice acting, guys, I cannot tell you how awesome it was. You know, Officer Chunk, he was this, like northeastern, kind of like that Minnesota, sorry, north central, Minnesota, North Carolina, or sorry, North Dakota, something like that accent in this game. And that was a lot of fun for him. Yeah. Um, the ladies were sexy talkers, a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> like they did a really good job at just picking a voice cast that worked really well together, it seemed like. Yeah. Uh one of the things that that uh guy said, he called you a neonate. Yeah, like a baby. Yeah, but Neo was the main character in the Matrix as All well. Right, I so. think you're you're reaching you're reaching I'm hard. Stretching there. a little bit. Yeah, that's just, just that just means baby and he could have said fledgling too, which would have been the same thing. Well, I mean, you pick the word that says Neo. I guess. While you I look guess. like Morpheus. If there's baby. other ways to use that word. Especially since a... you are a new vampire of sorts. <laughs> I mean, true. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, the voice acting was awesome. Music, guys, fucking music. Best part of this game. Absolutely best yeah. part of this game. They had so many cool fucking sounds. You just walk into one of the clubs and you just hang out in there and just start dancing because you're like, I fucking love this song. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, it was and so cool. Actually, dancing raises your humanity if you dance for over five minutes. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get into all that in gameplay. We don't need to talk about that right now. No, but it's just part of the music thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, the, the music was amazing, guys. I might actually try to buy this soundtrack if it's on iTunes. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I, I seriously, I've listened to Isolated several times because that song was just, I seriously, I just started dancing and I just danced to it forever. And I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, this is like 2002, 2004 music, somewhere Which in the, there. The dancing looks hilarious. It does. It's really funny. But And then they're dancing uh, to music that you really don't dance to, which I think is even funnier. Yes. Uh, one of the <laughs> just... things, I did take a picture or a screenshot of one of the lines that I thought was just like, I was like, holy crap, I was not expecting this. It was actually from uh, Jeanette. I think it was Jeanette. Yeah. She says, I'm the finger down your spine when all the lights are out. I'm the name on all the men's room walls. When I pout, the whole world tries to make me smile. And everyone always wants to know who is that girl. And you can say, do you have a name? Aren't you the tease? Got a name I can remember you by? Or, you know what? Forget it. I don't care. But I just like that whole line of I'm the finger down your spine when all the lights are out. Like that's yeah. such a cool and chilling line. It's such a unique thing to say that's super seductful. And yep. I was like, what the fuck? Like that's just an example of like what this dialogue is in this game. It's really intriguing. Yeah, it's it's super good, guys. Like I, I will give an A plus to this fucking dialogue and to the music. So, which honestly, like that carries the game so hard because yeah. you just get invested in the story so easily and the side quests are super interesting with that too yeah and we'll jump into that when yeah. we get into the story a little bit but let's go into our next segment how does it play all right gameplay and mechanics for the game uh you know the gameplay is generally good like most yes. of the gameplay is really good there's some things combat's a little sluggish and boxy yeah uh it's just it they didn't they did this in 2004 and they kind of tried to remap the way that halo did it i think is their main goal but if they would have followed the halo guidelines for this i think the combat would have been a lot better yeah uh but like literally maybe and i didn't understand it fully but by the end of the game like i tried to build a brawler character yeah and i couldn't because I didn't understand why my fists weren't doing as much damage as they should be doing with a brawler like stat line going on. I felt like I was always doing pretty good damage with just unarmed and doing kind of a brawler build, but yeah. But at end then game, I got to a like, point, you yeah. realize like how shitty you are, and you're like, "What is going on? I'm supposed to be like a brawler here. What? What the fuck?" Yeah, it does get ridiculous. Like all the defense of everything gets way higher to a point where you just can't punch through it. Yeah. Uh, and not just that you, so in this game, you're a vampire. I don't know if we've actually said that yet, but, uh, you're a vampire. And one of the mechanics you can do is, is suck people's blood. Yes. And it's a way of healing and it's a way of restoring blood points, which are kind of like magic points for you to use certain abilities. Um, but for some reason you can fail to grab someone, even though you're right next to them and suck their blood. And it's yeah, like a it's like a check of some kind, 
kind of like a roll of a dice that says you either fail or you succeed. And by the, I don't know, 75% of the way through the game at that point, you fail on getting that with every single enemy that you're fighting. Yeah. I would, I literally almost took a video of me failing 25 times in a row with Jesus. one guy. I just wanted to heal and I kept grabbing him and then pushing him back, grab him, Ugh. push him back, grab him, push him back. And I'm like, what is so happening? Frustrating. Yeah. yeah. So no, I don't it's... know why they made that a role rather than like you killed everyone else. You have one more person just suck his blood to heal up real yeah. quick. Not sure why they didn't just make that automatic, but that would have been nice as an automatic. Which we should say this game is based off of a tabletop game, kind of like yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so a lot of the mechanics kind of go along with that. Yeah, everything is kind of based stats based and character building based and uh, dice rolls pretty much. Yeah, but the dice rolls don't seem to play a big part. But you don't understand how big of a part they play. I yeah. guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. Because uh, I, I definitely, a lot of people say it does make a difference, especially on things like perception and stuff like that, investigation. Yeah. There's certain skills that you just absolutely need in the game, and it doesn't really tell you that. Yeah. Like, Lockpicking is super important. Yeah, kind of. There's always another way around. Hacking was kind of important, too, but then it yeah. stopped being important, like, True. 40% of the way through the game. Like, early hacking is super important, and then you never hack again. It's just... Yeah. It's strange. It's really strange how they decided to uh, split up this game. One thing that I thought would be cool for this game is because they have just regular weapons lying around. They should have put in like a tier system for weapons. Yes. I think yeah. having some like legendary weapons would have been cool, even if they just did commons and legendaries. I think that would have been a cool thing if you found like a legendary sword that made it worth it becoming a melee person or a legendary gun that made it yeah. worth it becoming a ranged person. Well, I mean, they even had, like, other swords in the game. Like, there was that uh, one uh, private dancer that you killed if you did a certain side mission. And she had, like, a giant, like, katana or a giant, like, yeah. great sword or something. And she came at you with it. But you don't get that sword if you kill her. And I was like, no. why, why don't you get that sword? That you would get a be so cool. later on. But it's I not, know, but it's like, just a regular put katana. that in the game, just give it to me. Like, yeah. I'm going to see that I'm going to want that. And I should get it from killing that quote-unquote like mini boss or whatever yeah i would have loved them to just include a little bit more with the weapon side of things like i get it they're trying to make it more of a practical game yeah where, where you're using things that you find around you but a weapon a legendary weapon would have been nice yeah well i know this game was rushed too and it didn't fully finish either so yeah. that's why it's also a buggy mess in a lot of ways yeah this game let's talk about the bugs the bugs yeah, are severe Yes. Uh, there was a point where I fell through the floor and I was stuck underground, but luckily you can turn on the no clip mode and just like fly through the floor. Yeah. So that was nice. Uh, but like you are a boxy mess nonstop. Steven clearly had issues with uh, crashing. Yes. The game crashed nonstop. Like they really did rush this fucking production. Cause you think of yeah. games like age of empires, which came out almost 10 years before this fucking one ran great on every single computer it's been released on and redone for yeah i mean like seriously i was having so much problems in the game where to the point where i have a video on my phone where in five minutes my game crashed 11 times yeah like i was trying so hard like i would take two steps the game would crash i would open a door the game would crash i would get through this door this time take four more steps the game would crash i was having to take 
I, every 30 seconds I was saving just to make some progress. It Quick took save. me about two hours to get 15 minutes worth of gameplay. Like, it was atrocious. And I looked at installing the patch, and they said if you install the patch, it destroys the game. It can't mix with a game that's already started. Yeah. It can't prefix it. So I would have had to restart the game. I didn't have enough time to do that. I wanted to, but yeah. I mean, I guess you could have cheated your way through because there are a bunch of cheats in this game, which I appreciate. Oh, I guess I didn't even know there was cheats in the game. That would have been yeah, nice. because you can activate the console, the terminal. Oh, they, you shit. can add a bunch yeah. of cheats, and I thought I found those, and I'm like, that's really cool. I really do like those games where you can cheat. Yeah, I remember yes. playing uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast. Okay, and that game was really hard for me when I first played it. So you could turn on like invulnerability mode, and you can turn on like infinite force power, and it was just—it's yeah. always fun for me to play with cheats because it's just. I don't know. It's the most fun you'll ever have in a game. I think it in really Knights is. of the Old Republic, or not Knights of the Old Republic, in Battlefront 2, I don't remember if it's a cheat. I think it is a cheat or it's a glitch where you can turn on, like, invincibility, basically. Yeah. You're invincible all the time. And that was just, I don't know, it's just fun. It's just fun to fucking cheat sometimes. It really is. I mean, when we played Two Worlds, I think we both cheated at some point. Yeah, well, that I, spawned that, I spawned a bunch of those swords so I could combine them. <laughs> exactly. And so, like, it's just things like that that's just really fun. Um, I remember in Age of Empires, there was a bunch of different, like, cheats you could do. Yeah. I think there was one, like, called Tonka Truck, and it would bring you this, like, Lamborghini that had, like, missiles and shit. And you're like, what the fuck? But it yeah. was so much fun. And those things are so much fun, and I do respect them for putting in all the, the console commands to turn sure. on infinite health or infinite ammo or... I can't remember all the ones I saw in there. There was one for... And, well, if you turn on the no-clip mode, you can fly. There's just, just like a bunch say, of them. Just like you say, every game needs to have a tutorial. I think every game needs to have a new game, like a new game where you could play with all every cheat imaginable. On. Yeah. Infinite health, infinite ammo, infinite magic. Just give us those three things at the very least, and let's have a run through the game with just being a boss. Yeah. Uh, let me talk about something that I think this game desperately fucking needed. Okay. Let's all right. So RPGs are really bad about this. And I've played a couple that are really good about putting this in here and all of them for, should fucking do this. So we know exactly what our quests are. Okay. A quest tracker where it yeah. shows you not only the quests that you have, but the quests that you haven't gotten yet. Yeah. If there are new available quests, like what's annoying is you have to go back to areas in this game and it's not always like beneficial for you to go back. You have no idea True. going back will get you a new quest. And in a game like this, they really should have put in, like, laid out all the open and available quests that you have. Like, you heard a rumor about this person here needing some help. You saw a thing about this person here. Yeah. You heard about this person here. Like, that would have been really cool to have in this game because I struggled so hard to find some of these fucking quests. Like, there was I gotta one... say... Yeah, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, I, I was playing with a guide because I kept on just, like, not knowing where to go, and I didn't want to waste time in this game because this game's already a long game for us to play. So I was playing with a guide after, like, the first, like, five hours, and it was so helpful because it's just, there's really no guide to anything in this game. Yeah. I mean, it's not too bad. I didn't use a guide at all, and I got to the end. I mean, um, I could have, but I just wanted to go through it faster and not have to dilly-dally around. Yeah. Uh, but... I think a quest tracker would have been really nice in this just to be able to find the side quests because the side quests sometimes gave you some good shit. They did have legendary items in the game, just not weapons. Yeah. 
One of yeah. the items that I got, I have no idea when it became available because it wasn't available when you're in downtown the first time because I tried to go through this door the first time and it's locked. Um, but it's like a, it absorbs blood and it can absorb up to 10 blood points and you can drink it. Whoa. <laughs> every time what? you, every time you kill an enemy, it absorbs some of their blood. Damn. That's yeah. Awesome. So you, you can drink that to regain your health and blood points. So, and that was a great one okay. to put in there. But again, I don't know. I got it near the end of the game because that's when I went back there. Cause I thought I was doing a different quest for it. Fair. But I, it turns out I was in the wrong building. I kept, it was in a hospital in downtown and I'm supposed to go to a hotel and I go in and I'm like, this is the weirdest fucking hotel of all time. Why don't they have like, <laughs> yeah. why is there like a patient room in here? There's like multiple beds in one room. Like, mm-hmm. do they really just not know how to fucking program a hotel? I mean, maybe they don't. <clears throat> no, it's a hospital. <laughs> Turned out it was a hospital. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that would have been really helpful for this game. Uh, combat wise in this game, you get two options or I guess technically three but basically two melee unarmed or range yeah and you have to individually upgrade each one which can be a little annoying uh you have a certain amount of blood points in this game or sorry experience points you can get every time you complete a mission and you allocate those experience points into certain skills however the higher up in the skill you get the more experience points you need to buy it yeah it gets exponentially like way it's tough because a lot of times people say it's almost more worth it to spread your points around. Yeah. Because it's so, it's so much cheaper to do that than to, I will tell you right now. Skill. So the last two missions of the game, I decided to activate cheats because I was getting so fed up just having to sneak around and I wanted to feel like a badass vampire. Yeah. So the only cheat I activated was the infinite ammo cheat and then giving me all experience points. Oh, and I nice. want to tell you right now how much I needed to upgrade the entire character sheet. So after I did, this is after I've already done most of the game's side quests. I maybe missed one or two, possibly, or maybe even more. I don't really know. But I know I missed at least one. Um, Because I didn't go back to certain areas after a while. I'm sure I missed others. Uh, But so these side quests, I I did almost all of them, at least to my knowledge. I got a shit ton of points. There's an item you get later on that every time you get over three experience points, you get one extra. Oh, damn. Nice. So I got the extra points too, right? So I did okay. all that. And then I gave myself 60 experience points. And I'm like, okay, let's see how far this gets me. And it doesn't even get me anywhere. So I'm like, okay, let's go grab, let's go 500 this time. Yeah. So I give myself 500 points. I still don't have enough to complete my character sheet. Jesus. <laughs> I give fuck? myself another 500 points and it took 400 more of them to complete what my fucking fuck? sheet. That's how so insane. almost a thousand points total to fill your. That's character after sheet. Ar- no, that's after already filling out most of my character sheet yeah. for a lot of the skills. So it's Jesus. probably closer to fifteen, sixteen hundred points. That's and you ridiculous. don't get that in the game whatsoever, which is the point. They want you to like focus on one build. Yeah, which is fine. Like, and that that's great. But the difference between a level six range and a level ten range is astro fucking nomical. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god! I used I couldn't use submachine guns the entire game. Yeah. Because they're just so wild. They go everywhere. When you have a ten range, it is perfect. Oh. It shit, doesn't really? move. Yeah, it doesn't move at all. God damn, that would be nice. Yeah. So so like I said, I just activated the infinite ammo and the experience point one because I wanted to feel like a badass vampire. And okay. 
I don't regret it, and I didn't die a lot at the end of the game, even with like max experience points on every single thing. But I did die a few times still, so it just goes Damn. to show you like how even it's at that <laughs> yeah, even at that point, it's still fucking difficult. Although yeah, you do crazy. shrug off a lot more shots and bullets, like it, nice. it's, it's really nice. Um, oh yeah, I mean, well, that's I'm gonna mostly... replay this game anyway, so I might yeah. do it with the cheats because that's yeah, just fun as fuck. <laughs> just give yourself like 2,000 experience points to start out, just to have some fun doing it. I don't know that that can be okay. fun a lot of the times. Yeah, um, yeah, and the experience points are just so not given in this game, which is kind of fun. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Yeah. It's so slow. Yeah. This game is long. I think I put like 40 hours into the game alone. Yep. So yep. Uh, what other anything else? Enemies are kind of shitty. I hated them. They're, they're just. Yeah, they're just this annoying. There's a stealth mode in the game that's not very good. It, it's okay. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, the instant kill, like assassination was pretty decent. Um, you could do like persuasion, intimidation and seduction things with the dialogue as well if you had those at certain levels yeah um that dialogue, was fun i played yeah. a seductress the entire game so i was seducing everybody yeah oh that's another thing i wanted to talk about so the love in this game yeah 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 so seduction plays like a small part it's not a big part but it can be a cool part yeah and you should in my opinion be able to sed- seduction yourself into like a relationship in the game yeah yeah but you sure. can't so like all the seduction does in certain areas like if you go into a club you can flirt with girls and if you mm-hmm. seduce them you just pull them in close to bite them yeah i'm like this is weird yeah it's i wasn't aw- expecting that at first it's super awkward and i'm like this is kind of dumb i don't i don't like mm-hmm. this aspect of it like people are just watching you all around and they're looking at you bite this girl's neck for a good <laughs> yeah. 25 seconds like what what are we what are we doing i don't understand yeah. why wouldn't you seduce them take them back to your apartment then fucking bite them yeah and even if you do talk to a prostitute and say, oh, i didn't like, try hey, prostitutes so if you do talk to one and like say like hey uh what can we do or whatever she's like oh 40 bucks and we can do whatever you want or whatever and then you're like cool and she's like, all right, you want to take me somewhere a little bit more secluded? And you take, like, ten steps into an alley, and then you start biting her neck. And I was like, that's did it? You get, did you get your $40 back? No. What? Just steal it back. This is bullshit. And even if you did kill her, which I did just to see what happened and then reverted my save, well, you it lose doesn't humanity, give you $40 right? back. Yeah, you lose your humanity if you kill it. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to kind of do that. There's a humanity gauge. I guess we didn't talk about either. So there's two True. more gauges we should talk about: masquerade and humanity. Yeah. So in this game, the idea is you keep up your masquerade, you keep up your identity. You're a human. You're not a vampire. To the public at large, there's nothing weird about you. Yes. If you do stupid things like kill random people or tell people, "Hey, I'm a vampire. Look at me," yeah. <laughs> uh, then you you lose masquerade and humanity points humanity tells you how much control you have and if you start losing control you can become like a different kind of creature you go berserk and you just start killing everyone around you yeah uh with masquerade if you lose all your masquerade points i think you're just hunted yep you're hunted and then you're you're hunted for murder and if you die it's a like a permadeath i think i don't know i've i never tried i kind of wanted to try it once but True. if i'm gonna do it i should do it at the beginning of the game yeah, true. If it's a permadeath. 
so yeah, so you can lose both those things, which is kind of fun too. You can keep them up the entire game. You can be nice. You can be cruel. You can do really do whatever you want. Uh, there are different classes and stuff you can choose from. Different yeah. vampire types, which was cool. What did you I end up choosing? I was expecting some mini. Uh, the oh god, what's this called? It's the seduction kind of one, like the was it the Traegers or just the... Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I, I chose the beast one that lets you summon like different kinds of beasts to help you out. Okay, yeah, mine was like the like mid society like kind of uh, artist influencers seductors. Okay, like that one. I can't remember what that's called. Tremendor or something. It's something weird so, like that. Okay. There were right. there were some weird titles for those. Yeah, Nosferatu is my favorite one. Dude, I thought about that one just yeah. because of the name. Well, <laughs> not just like, that, but it seems like it's an interesting way to play the game where instead of like walking around in the upscale world, you're in the sewers nonstop. There was a review that I saw that said, uh, play Nosferatu and play it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style. <laughs> yeah, see, and, and that's what it seems like the whole point is of the Nosferatu. Yeah. I, and I thought that was really funny. I, I think that's an interesting way to play the game for sure. It really is because yeah. you really can sneak around the sewers and get into buildings and stuff through the sewers. It's, yeah. It's unique. There's a lot of different pathways in this game. It's really amazing the variability of where you for can such, do. For such a rushed do. game too, you know? Seriously. Like it's yeah. very vast for such a rushed and not finished game. You're like, there's so much in this. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sure we're forgetting things in gameplay, but oh, let's go 100%. ahead and move on. Yeah. Speaking of reviews, let's go into that. Let's so go. As always, <laughs> I'm going to read some reviews and we're going to find out if you are a little bitch boy like myself or if you are valid in your excuses or no reasons why you love or hate the game. All right. Uh, <laughs> first review I saw of this game was do not buy unless you have some advanced computer skills. This game does not work unless you have the unofficial patch. I have installed the unofficial patch and spent over an hour to try to make it work. Can't figure it out. Google how to try it various ways just to try to make it work. Went into the game coding, right-clicked it, whatever. Into the cam, no avail. Like He's like, this, this game is so hard to play with the bugs. It was impossible yeah. for him as well. And Yeah interesting i gotta yeah, I think say, it's funny he's like you gotta be a computer hacker went into the code and right clicked and i'm like what are you talking about i was like you're just saying random shit <laughs> like, you, you could literally just go ahead and download that unofficial patch and it sounds like it fixes all your problems which yeah a lot of people said that if you install that before you play like and most of the reviews are hey before you play the game yeah. read this like don't stop stop okay, uh okay. yeah uh, this review, a game where you can suck people off. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, I bought it because I kept seeing a picture of Vampire Girls Cleavage on a message board. Thanks to Boobs, I found my favorite RPG to date. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Boobs. Uh... Every time you mention Vampire the Blo- Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, someone reinstalls it. Yeah, you know, I agree. <laughs> I honestly agree. Yeah, it's going to be one I go back to yeah. every once in a while. Uh, oh, yeah, here's that review. You should only play Nosferatu so you can simulate the life of an evil Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Why does he have to be evil? Because you're a Nosferatu. <laughs> I guess. Uh... Do you love to shop at Hot Topic? 
do you lo- do you hate natural sunlight? Have you ever wanted to suck off a homeless? <laughs> if you answered yes to any of these questions, this game is for you. Yep. <laughs> That's good. That's fun. Uh, I am very confused to why this 2004 rushed video game made with a tight deadline and a low budget about gay vampires in Los Angeles is the best thing I've ever played. Why are they gay vampires now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just... Okay. Uh... It is the most bugged and broken piece of absolute RPG masterpiece I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, the reviews are really funny. They're all they're all like this game sucks ass, but it's the greatest game of all time. Perhaps <laughs> even more buggy than Fallout 2. Whoa. Bugged bugged, but still great. Just be sure to install the unofficial patch. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much all the reviews. All the reviews were either just funny shit like that and funny shit like this game is the most bugged piece of awesomeness ever, yeah. or it was just uh, install the patch before playing. Literally every review, good or bad for this game, was this game is fantastic but bugged yeah. the fuck. This is a and game that for fucking sure needs a remaster. One hundred percent. And we are getting a sequel. It is coming out. I Trailers just saw that, that they might have uh, canceled it already. Oh, fuck no. Don't you I, say that. I just I, saw the trailers, man. I know. I think I just I read something about it. We don't, we'll have to look it up later. We won't focus on it now. But fuck! Like, <laughs> at the very least, this game does need a remaster or a remake. 100%. I think remake would be a better. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they need to fix some of their coding issues. I think they also need to fix a lot like add some stuff like the maybe the quest tracker that i was talking about maybe some legendary weapons stuff like bring that it into the skyrim it. bring it into the skyrim kind of yeah engine world do it the exact same way do the branching tree branches all that make oh. it so you can play it on console before i forget by the way this is a company that i don't think exists anymore oh okay so this is by troika games and the only other games they've ever made are the temple of elemental evil and arcanum of Steamworks and Magic Obscura. Huh. And those games both came out before this game did. Okay. So they haven't really done a lot in general, and then after this game, they didn't do anything. So I'm thinking they probably folded, and that's probably Probably. why we never got a sequel. Yeah. I mean, it became such a cult classic, and it's. I feel like it spreads every time someone does a review or anything on the game because yeah. it's it's intriguing as fuck. And why is it this good for such a shitty game? Well, and it came out like right as Halo Two came out, I think. It yeah. also came out right as another game came out, and like, but all these games overshadowed them so much. But if they would have come out a couple months before or after, I think this game would have like completely changed the dynamic of which game is the best oh yeah i it's crazy how much that comes into like fruition with movies and video games like if it comes out just in the wrong time it can bomb or blow up like it's insane just the time frame of your window of release compared to other things can just destroy you yeah for sure we saw that with titanfall too yeah true (laughs) all right well let's move on it's story time Let's get started. All right, read us a story. Guys, it's a long story, sorry. Oh, shit. The, the story begins with you as a human. In the male mm-hmm. version, you are having sex with an unnamed vampire. As Whoa. you are having sex, she turns you into a vampire. Hot. This is a crime in the vampire community. You need permission to sire a new blood into the vampiric order. 
You and the unnamed vampire are captured and put on trial. The unnamed vampire is killed, and you would be too. But someone speaks up for you. Uh, I don't know why I put this like this. But someone speaks up to you. So the leader of the organization, LaCroix, spares you. After you are spared, a sect of vampiric society called the Sabbat invade the trial. The Sabbat are considered trash vampires because they give in to the bloodlust and feed indiscriminately. You are taken by a vampire named Jack and taught how to do things the vampire way. After Jack shows you everything you need to know, he tells you about the politics around being a vampire. You learn that there are several factions looking to have control over L.A. And sorry, it's like that part of California. I just called the entire thing L.A. Yeah, uh right. The Sabbat, the Camarillo, which are the ruling class in the world for vampires. Mm-hmm. They are run by more ancient vampires in Europe. The Anarchs, which are people who want more freedom in L.A. And the Kui Jin, who are more monstrous vampires from the Asian countries. He also tells you about the Masquerade. It's the way vampires... as It's the way... Vampires are seen as a myth and therefore not hunted by many people. You're supposed to respect the masquerade and not reveal your true nature or kill anyone who is not a danger to you. LaCroix sends you to Santa Monica first, where you must complete several missions in order to find your way to downtown L.A. There, LaCroix asks you to scout a sarcophagus believed by some to start the end times for the world. The sarcophagus is on a ship and you must go there in order to scout it out. You go to the ship and find everyone is dead. The police are there, so you get the info you came for and leave. You tell LaCroix and he takes the info and studies it. He sends you on another mission to see why another vampire leader has not been answering him. There you see Nines, the leader of the Anarchs, and you find the other vampire dead. You report this to LaCroix and he starts a blood hunt for Nines, believing he is the one who killed him. After LaCroix asks you to steal the sarcophagus from the museum. You get there, but you find that it has already been stolen. LaCroix then sends you to Hollywood to find out more information from the local leader there. The leader instructs you to find the Nosferatu Gary. I love how its name is Gary. I I know. It's such a weird... (laughs) You you go to the sewers to find Gary. Gary tells you to go to Chinatown after you do some stuff for him. At Chinatown, you meet Ming Zhao, leader of the Kwai Jin. She tells you to talk to another person, which eventually leads you to a mansion where the sarcophagus is. You make it down to the catacombs beneath the mansion and find the sarcophagus. There, you fight and kill two agents of the Kwai Jin. After you bring the sarcophagus back to LaCroix and realize you need a key. LaCroix needs time to figure out where the key is, so he sends you to kill the leader of the Sabbat. You do this, and Ming Chao meets you and informs you that LaCroix plans to kill you, and it was her and LaCroix who killed the other vampire leader. She changed her shape with magic to look like nines. Then he betrayed her, so she wants revenge. After you can either after you can either report to her or LaCroix and decide the decide the side you want to be on. The Anarchs, the Camarillo, the Kwai Jin, LaCroix, or you can do everything for yourself. You can then you can then kill the appropriate people and end the game. That's All it. Right. So each ending, I'll talk about each one really fast. It's super quick. Uh, Each ending has a different way you can do this. If you go the Anarchs route, which is what I did, which sounds like the fucking best route. I'm so glad I chose this because after I I finished, I read the endings. I'm like, this is by far the best one. 
Nice. I was going Anarchs too. Yeah. So the Anarchs, you meet Nines after he gets attacked by a werewolf because the trap is kind of set for you by LaCroix. LaCroix is just a piece of shit the entire game. You can yeah, tell he he's like using you the entire fucking game and you know that he's going to betray you at some point. Yeah. Um. So you meet with Nines. He tells you, I want you to go kill the Kwai- all of the Kawhi Jin and all of LaCroix's men. And then you go, by myself? He goes, yeah. <laughs> and you go, seriously, bro? And he goes, yeah, <laughs> like, like it is. It's fucking ridiculous how he's like, I want you to do all this work because LaCroix was using you and now so am I. Damn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's probably best just to do it for yourself because it sounds like that has a similar ending to this one. Oh, but okay. you go and you kill the Kwai Jin, you kill the leader, you go to LaCroix, you kill his sheriff and you kill him. Uh, and which was pretty cool. I mean, that was a and then the endings kind of lackluster a little bit. Uh, you can do one of two things after you kill the sheriff. You don't really fight LaCroix. You just go up and you stab him. Oh, okay. It's kind of one of those like cutscene things where yeah. you just, your cutscene does more and somehow stabbing him with a pair of scissors in the neck and the stomach really does a lot of damage to him. Even though you literally take gunshots like <laughs> yeah, 90% like of the nothing. fucking game. Yeah. Like it's really strange. Uh, so you either you can you have the key on you because the Kwai Jin had the key. Mm-hmm. The sarcophagus is in LaCroix's office. You can either open the sarcophagus, leave the key for LaCroix to open it, or take the key with you and throw it in the ocean. Oh, okay. So I chose to leave the key, and I am so fucking glad I did. Oh, and the, really? The only reason I chose to leave the key was because before all of this, this guy named Beckett, he's kind of like... Yeah, the werewolf dude. Yeah, well, you know, he's a vampire. He just oh, can okay. he can shift. He's the vampire of the beast thing, which he can shift oh. into a wolf. Normally, you can just summon a That's wolf. That's interesting. That's My cool. power was to summon a wolf, not turn into a wolf. Uh, sure. But he he comes up to you before you do this whole like nines thing, and he tells you, "Hey, I got a really bad feeling about the sarcophagus. Do not open it." So I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, he said not to fucking open it." <laughs> and everyone else seems to think it's the end of the world so i'm not gonna do that and yeah. i was half tempted i was like between giving him the key because he's dying on the floor and i didn't think he'd be able to use it okay but for somehow he's able to crawl to the key because i left it on the floor for him yeah and just left the building and he opens a sarcophagus and it turns out jack got yeah. to the sarcophagus first on the ship he's the one who killed everyone on the ship Oh, Jesus. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. I think it's all him because all that's in the sarcophagus is a shit ton of bombs. Damn. Yep. And he (laughs) blows up the entire penthouse that LaCroix is in. Oh, damn. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you would have opened it, you would have died. And and then it shows Jack like off in the distance, like sitting in a lawn chair with the mummified thing that he took out of the sarcophagus. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. It's really funny. But then... The cab driver who's been driving you around the entire game yeah. walks up to him and says, this is the way. So it makes me think the cab driver was actually... The sarcophagus thing? Yeah, the sarcophagus guy. So I don't know if that's true or not, but it seems like that. I know a lot of people like question the taxi cab driver and like, ah, ah. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? (laughs) I don't know what they're talking about. Well, like the taxi at the end of the game, all your choices are made through the taxi cab driver. Interesting. Who you you side with and everything. And because he's so important at the end of the game, it just leads you to speculate that he might be the original vampire or whatever. Like Dracula. Yeah. 
but he's a uh, Beside that, Jack does that. If you don't go the Kwai Jin route, instead of killing the Kwai Jin, you just kill LaCroix. And then you get there and you're about to open the sarcophagus and the Kwai Ming Zhao knocks you out. Oh, okay. Ties you to the sarcophagus and throws you into the ocean. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I was like, fuck. Well, glad I didn't choose that ending. Yeah, if you choose fuck. LaCroix, you just kind of go kill all the Kwai Jin, same as always, and you both open up the sarcophagus and you find the bombs both and you die. Yeah. Yep. And if you choose a Camarillo, you can choose to open the sarcophagus again or or keep it shut oh, okay. and just kill LaCroix for them because he's oh, okay. kind of outside the Camarillo at this point. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, And then if you choose yourself, you can do the whole thing where you kill everyone except for the Anarchs, it sounds like. Oh, damn. And then, then you can either open the sarcophagus or leave just like you do if you join the Anarch side. Nice. So. There are kind of a lot of options for the ending of this game, which I really liked a little bit. Yeah. I will say it's abrupt. Oh, okay. So the building I mean, that blows... makes sense with a rush game. <laughs> yeah, like the building blows up. You see Jack sitting with the mummy and the cab driver comes up and then the game just fucking ends. Oh, okay. Damn. There's, just there's like no re- yeah, there's no resolution to like what happened with the Anarchs. If you went the Anarch side, it's like nothing. Okay. It's kind of annoying, actually. I would have really liked like a follow-up, kind of like other yeah. games do. Like the princess married and fucked her brains out <laughs> for ten years. This guy found a feather on the ground and became rich beyond his wildest dream. Like you know that kind of thing with some games Fair. do. Yeah, I would have liked some resolution in the game. Is all I'm saying. True. I, I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, that's all right. whole story. Uh, there are certain parts of the story that I really did enjoy, and there are certain parts I didn't. Yeah. Um. So mostly the story is really long and contrived. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have more options to split off from LaCroix. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, I almost seemed like you had an option to split off from him like a Early? little earlier than you can. When you, when you talk to Nines, I think. But even then, I think you have to take missions by LaCroix still. Yeah, because I even like told him no and like told him I'm leaving and I'm not coming back or whatever. But then I still had to go to him to get the sarcophagus, like, or to leave to go to the sarcophagus, I think. Like, I don't know. It was weird. It's strange, and I don't like that. I think better for this game would have been giving each character sec the option to follow their character line. Yeah, because if you were, like, someone who's, like, part of the Camarillo, like, yeah, it makes sense that you just join that right away, but if you wanted, like, you should have an option of what you want to go to instead of just being forced yeah. to the Camarillo right away. And the only difference is that that person who you're going to would give out your quest instead of the Camarillo. So I don't know yeah. why they didn't do that. Well, I mean, like, you could st- have, like, as many endings, you'd have that many starts, and they all get to the same story, but they all get trained by a different person or something. Yeah. I don't know. I was just I was not impressed with that part of it at all. I, I kind of wish it was a little bit more. Yeah. I do wish that there were more training options. I hate that they guys in the game they had books you could find that you could read. Yeah. But your research had to be high enough in order for you to gain the benefit of the book, which was an extra stat point. Yeah. Which is awesome to give you extra stat points, but then you have to bring up your research, which is kind of fucking annoying. Which there was a couple of times where I was like, I can spend one research point. Or I can spend eight experience to get another research point to get something that will cost me nine experience and yeah. have both of them. So I'm like, all right. But until like, you have eight experience, you don't even know what you're fucking jumping into. Yeah, true. So that makes it really hard. Uh, and another thing about it, too, it's... And you don't have to read it right away. You could save it for when you... 
you need it for the like the last yeah. level or something for the twenty it costs for the last True. fucking level. Um, but the the big thing about this is instead of that, why don't they just if you join a faction, that faction has a certain skill set, just like in Morrowind, that they train you in. Yeah, and maybe you well, can buy it. Maybe give out more money, and then you could buy more skills like in that well, certain skill set. If you when you get to talk to nines, if you talk to him on a certain path and ask him to train you, he actually just upgrades your unarmed and brawl skill. For oh, you. nice. And I was I hoping for more of that. that in the game, like because I I think that was the only instance where talking to someone gave me skills. Yeah, I and agree. I, I think bring more of that into the game, and that would have been nice. Yeah. But clearly they didn't want to do that, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, they didn't have any time. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah. I, I hope if they're making, if they do a remake, they just spend as much time as they could honestly need. Yeah, seriously. You know? Like, make it as good as it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the story the exact same. Just fix the gameplay and fix the bugs. Yeah. So let's talk about some story stuff. One of my yeah. favorite things in this entire fucking story was... Jeanette yes that was yep. such a cool storyline so you have this crazy fucking vampire lady who owns a club in Santa Monica and she's like a local leader so each sect has like a local leader and she's a local leader of Santa Monica and she's like Harley Quinn-esque <laughs> yeah well one of her personalities is yeah and you think Jeanette the, is. In, the entire time you think she has a sister yep and so Jeanette Jeanette is the the you don't know which one's the original and which one's not the original yeah but one is the original, one is not. And you don't know this the entire time because you keep seeing them separately. Mm-hmm. So because you keep seeing them separately, you're like, okay, this is awkward. And plus, when you go up to the office, it should have been like really easy to tell because yeah. one side's like a workbench and the other side's like a love bed. Yeah. <laughs> so like when you think about it later, you're like, that's super obvious that they had a split yeah. personality because the sisters wouldn't be in here one fucking and one working, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe, but doubtful. So, Maybe you like working to the sounds of your sister fucking. I don't <laughs> Yeah, the whole storyline for it is really interesting. And then at the end, if you get the right word choices, I brought my persuade way up at this point because I thought that's yeah. what I really needed to do. So I was able to like have them reconcile. But I guess you could have one kill the other one somehow. Yeah, I had them reconcile too because I was also had my persuade up because I was going seductful and trying yeah. to be seduction and persuasion and shit. But it was just was very unique and very weird because they sent you on different kinds of missions and like the missions were against each other. Like they, yeah. the split personality, they, their personalities were fighting against each other all the time to the point where they were sabotaging their own work and their own jobs. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it gets like, ridiculous. You can tell in the front part of this game, they put a lot of work and then in the back part is where they really skimped on yeah. it. So yeah. this was a really cool part and I really did enjoy this. And like, there's a whole quest line for a serial killer thing that turned out to be really stupid and lame. I really wish they would have went better with it, but Oh, I didn't do that one. So it's like you find that body on the pier and you go yeah. investigate it. And you would think like, okay, I got to get my investigation up in order to go find clues near the body, but that's not the case at all for some reason. Yeah. And as it turns out that the serial killer is a werewolf who's just killing people who killed his family. Oh jeez, okay. Which I think is stupid. They should have just made him a fucking serial killer. Yeah. Um, one storyline I did really enjoy too, a little bit later in the game, was the uh, the the tape of the real vampire creature attack 
against the celebrity. Yeah. Like, it was so... Uh, I don't know if a lot of people remember, like, ABCs of Death or A Thousand Ways to Die, but it was it was so one of those, like, someone found just a tape of someone's death on it, and then, like, it was made this it high into a praise snuff, thing. Snuff yeah, made it into film. a snuff film. And I, this I like person's trying to get his hands on it. And yeah. I was, it was a really cool, like, mission, and, like, that... The way they did the tape and stuff in it for the cutscenes, it was really cool. Really, like fun edits for how crappy it was, and it just it gave really awesome vibes. Like it was, yeah. it was a shit ton of fun. The doctor's house is a cool one too. When you're yeah. in there and it's all fucking weird, like a bunch of trap doors, and you can kind of like hear his voice as he's going crazy. Oh, dude, listening to those recordings makes you go insane a little. Bit yeah, like, but it's cool because it's clear that they worked really hard on certain aspects of this game. Mm-hmm. And then again, drop the ball in others. Yeah, no, seriously. Some of the, uh, I loved all the plague bearer stuff, especially yeah. like the, the escort that was yeah. sending out the disease. And then like, even pre- I pretended to be like a CDC member when talking to that one lady that was Pete's friend or whatever. And I was yeah. like, I, I ended up telling her like, Oh, he's dead. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no, you told her he's dead. I told her he's alive. <laughs> I was gonna lie to her. I was like, "Well, I did lie to her, and I got experience points for it." Oh, I don't know if I got experience points you, for it or not. I couldn't imagine you getting fucking experience points Probably for not. lying to her. <laughs> Probably not. Well, I didn't lie. <laughs> oh, sorry for not lying to her. Yeah, fair. I think if you make her feel better, you get experience. I think I got like one or two for that. It wasn't a lot, but still, you fair. know, it's it adds up over time. So yeah, that was. Yeah. Those are all I really wanted to talk about with story. There's not a lot. There is a one more thing. There's a sheriff guy. This boss battle was kind of dumb. I was the boss battles in this game are not very good. They're pretty bad, yeah. Yeah, they they're not unique. They're kind of all the same boss battle every time you do it, which is a little yeah. frustrating. Um, there's differences in the boss battle that you do, like different powers that they have, but they almost all have the power to teleport, which I thought was really fucking annoying. Yes, teleporting was awful. In this yeah, game. and you, especially because it's something you can't do. And there's not really a sprint button or anything. Yeah. So, and if there's a lot of mobs, it's really slow to catch up to them sometimes. Yeah. And then they teleport away. And you're like, and then that's why oh, range is like the do. ideal moment of, of thing in this game because it's just like the best one. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, this is when I have the infinite ammo on and I have. Mm-hmm. Is that all I had on at that point? Oh, and my max skills. Yeah. Um, so. The sheriff, who's LaCroix's bodyguard, he's just this giant oh, okay. fucking hulk of a man. Like, throughout mm, the game, yeah, 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 he's like, throughout the game, he doesn't speak. He's just kind of, like, crazy. Um, the first part of this fight is the easiest part. I did die the first time because I didn't understand, but as soon as I died, I understood exactly how to beat it. And sorry, I didn't okay. die at this part. I did end up beating I just took a lot of damage, and it's a two-part fight. It's the only two-part mm. fight in the entire game. Okay. Um, so, in the first part... He literally teleports behind you and tries to slash you. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Now that sounds really bad. Yeah. But if you're just constantly backing up and then shoot him and then turn around and start backing up again and Uh, shoot him, he can't get to you. And then he just teleports once he takes hits a certain (laughs) damage threshold. So the second time I fought him because I died the first time, I didn't get damaged at all. Then the second part, he turns into like a giant fucking bat. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. And I found there were a couple ways to kill it. The first way I tried was the spotlight. You can shine a spotlight on him and it makes him oh, fall nice. to the ground so you can punch him. Um, but, and I didn't know this until after I did the spotlight the first time, 
Uh, he gets back up. He goes back and starts flying, and you could just shoot him while he's in the air. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, I didn't think I could hit him while he's in the air, but apparently I can hit him really easily. So I just nice. finished him off by shooting him in the air, and I'm like, this is really fucking dumb. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you fair. don't get his giant. He has his giant sword. You don't get that. You need to get boss weapons if you're going to have bosses in the game. Yes, that would have been cool. But then after that, it's just the end of the game. You beat him and there's nothing else pretty much. So, uh, yeah, but that was a really kind of lame boss fight in general, even though yeah. he looked like the most fucking intimidating guy in that entire game. Oh, yeah, because he's like almost Mr. X. Yeah. Like the way he looks because he's wearing that giant like, coat and stuff. <laughs> like, like in the magic he does against other things that you see, you can kind of see video recordings of him killing other mm, things. And yeah. you're like, holy shit, I don't want to ever fucking fight him. And then he's just kind of a little bitch. Fair. So Fair. not not a great not a great boss fight, unfortunately. They really skimped on their boss fights, I think. Yeah, it does sound dumb. Yeah, it's a little dumb, but at least it made the game a little easier to get through because the boss fights weren't hard but the hordes of fucking enemies that were non-stop coming at you that was fucking hard especially without a lot of feeding moments the kwaijin steven you probably kill about they're all human you probably kill about 500 people before you get to the boss fight jesus there are so fucking many i died so many times in that part because there's just so fucking many shooting arrows at you and then now they have flaming arrows so that fucking hurts way more uh, it, it is uh, you can get surrounded by 15 enemies in like two seconds damn yep it was rough it was a rough go at it at the end of the game so that sounds rough buddy any other story stuff you want to talk about uh not at the top of my head um i mean i i kind of did like the uh being a bondsman <laughs> oh yeah i kind of wish they would have went a little bit more on that honestly. I, yeah i wish you kept getting bondsman missions yeah honestly. like you were a bounty hunter that way you could yeah. get money easier because yeah. money was kind of like hard to get in this game i did get passive income by uh yeah doing the the killing the, the mafia leader for the the other nightclub yeah but i mean that passive income didn't mean too much no it was like max 250 i found at any given point yeah and it only happened like every couple hours. So yeah. I don't know. It was barely worth it to even go there and get to your fucking passive income. I didn't really use money that much though, besides buying ammo. I mean, you could buy certain weapons and stuff too. You can't find all the weapons you get on the ground. Oh, okay. Uh, I bought research books. I bought blood packs. I did like, buy that. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, Fair. so yeah, I really, I do really wish they would have went a little bit deeper on the bondsman mission though. That would have been fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, Pretty much, that's everything I have so far. All right, let's move on. Worth, worth, or nah? Well, I think it's pretty apparent, but what is your rating on the game? I think this game's still worth it. There's a lot of bugs and stuff, but it's still a really fun game to play. I did really enjoy the first, like, 38 hours of this game before I activated the cheats, and then the last two hours were a breeze to get through once you activate the cheats. Which, if you're listening to it... When this episode is announced, there is a sale right now on Steam for ten bucks for this game. Totally oh, nice. worth it for ten bucks. Um, I did purchase it for twenty bucks. That's I think the normal price for it. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's definitely worth the value for it. We definitely got a lot of fun out of it. I'm gonna definitely play more of this game. I know Scott probably feels the same way. Yeah, for sure. I think I'll go back and try a different build this time, see if it's easier. Maybe a different. True. Maybe I just chose the wrong race. 
I also just yeah, I want to try different races and I want to try different builds for sure and with yeah. cheats. I gotta try it with cheats <laughs> for sure, for sure. All yeah. right, guys. Well, that was this week's game. We we hope yes. you enjoyed it. I don't know what next week's game is. Do you? I think it's RoboCop Rogue City. All right, RoboCop Rogue right. City. That's going to be our next week's game. So tune in to us for next week to listen to that one. Yes. And yeah. Bye. Bye. Love you. Go fuck yourselves. Wow.